Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. Today, I've got Stephen Libman on the podcast, a good friend of mine. He was a member of Seven Figure Flipping for a while. They moved into commercial real estate, and he'll tell a story a little bit, but we were talking about the 500K Challenge. So we've been talking about it on the podcast recently, and it's something that I think every single one of you should do. And I brought Stephen. I'm going to bring a few of my other friends on to just talk about what they've done. And Stephen has raised a ton of money. He's raised a ton of money before this, did the challenge. They raised a lot more money with the challenge, and since then, they've raised even more. So it's exciting to see his success in it, even though he's had a ton of success raising money in the past. So I brought him on just to ask him some questions like, why'd you do it? What would you guys get from it? Um, those kind of things, would you recommend it? So uh, let's hear his story a little bit about how he uh, navigated the 500K Challenge and what you guys could learn inside of there. And if you're ready, you can go to 500kchallenge.com right now and jump in. I encourage every single one of you to do it. If you've already joined the challenge, go back through and watch the videos, go back through and start it again, and just keep doing it over and over and over again. You guys still have access. You'll have access for a, a long, long time. Uh, go in there and make the most of it. All right. I'll uh, bring on Stephen Lippin now and talk about the 500K Challenge. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, everybody. I got my good friend, Stephen Libman, on the podcast today, and we're going to be talking about the 500K Challenge. So we've had a lot of investors go through this. I've been mentioning it on the podcast. And what we did was we wanted to reach out to some of the folks that have been through it and actually um, done the challenge, uh, raise some money and hear about some of their success. So I brought Nate Johnson on the podcast a few weeks ago. And now I've got uh, kind of recording, I don't know, five or six more with just some people to get some, hopefully we get some lessons learned, some takeaways, some things that you guys can use uh, if you're going through the challenge and you can hear some of the success stories. So uh, Stephen, nice to see you, man. How are you? Yeah. Always good to jump on and chat with you. We got to do it. In person soon, but yeah, life yeah, is we good. And, and we have, uh, I, I'm attempting to keep this to 15 minutes, so we'll see how we do. So, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, why don't you give everybody like a little bit of your background um, and what you do? Yeah. So, uh, we started our company 10 years ago and we started fix and flip. We uh, worked for, you know, five or six years trying to really get that business off the ground. And we were, we're in central Jersey. So we were wholesaling and flipping and um, just weren't catching the traction that we really wanted to catch. You know, we were maybe doing 15 to 20 deals at like our peak. And Travis was at, uh, Travis is my business partner. He, he was at Home Depot maybe two, three times a day. And just, you know, we were all pulling our hair out. We built ourselves a pretty decent job. Um, but we weren't really making a lot of money. We weren't really doing a lot of transactions and deals. And um, that was 2016. We did 16 deals. 2017, we joined Seven Figure. Uh, we we dove right in. We we jumped into um, into the program. We met you a couple of weeks later at the first event in um, I guess it was Nashville, right? It was. And and then that year we did like 75 or 80 deals then over the next year, right? We got the blueprint. We started meeting guys like you that were actually doing volume. We were kind of on an island here in Jersey where we weren't finding anybody doing any volume. We were like the go-to guys doing 15 deals a year and it just wasn't where we wanted it to be. Um, 
and that was kind of the beginning of our evolution of raising private money too, since that's kind of the topic today. And, you know, we hit up some of the people in that group first, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to Bill. And, you know, we, we started raising some money. We started doing and expanding some things and putting money into marketing and systems and processes. Um, but we did a million bucks the next year, right? We did uh, four times the gross revenue that we did the year prior to joining that. And then uh, we started doing somewhere between 120 and 150 wholesales a year, probably doing 30 flips or so. Built a pretty big team. And um, and then our natural evolution was to go into more passive income. We were taking that active income. And like you, Bill, we started investing into some of these um, other larger commercial deals to help us with some taxes and to create some passive income for ourselves. And we just fell in love with that business too. So we we made a uh, really difficult decision about two years ago to abandon the residential world kind of altogether and become operators of uh, large scale commercial complexes. And we've built uh, about 350,000 square feet of self-storage down in the Florida area. We own uh, 66 units, 84 units, and 120 units of multifamily in um, Columbus and Texas. And we have a couple other things under contract coming down the pike. So it has been, um, you know, pretty pretty interesting ride over the last 10 years. But yeah, started wholesaling and ended up buying, you know, almost $100 million worth of commercial property over the last couple of years. So it's been, uh, it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's been fun to watch you guys uh, change and evolve and, uh, and go through the, all this stuff and just talking to you. And, and we've had a great friendship at this point. And you're right. Like uh, one of the early lenders with you guys, it was interesting to loan you money before I met you. So there's some inherent trust right. there. Obviously. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the, the thing that I remember about you too, about you and Travis was when you guys got like plugged into the seven figure flipping world, you guys got a flip hacking live recording and you spent three days watching every single presentation. And then you guys were like, I, we, you guys just jumped right in. It was like uh, binged, watch that said, I want more. How can I join this thing? Let's go. Let's light a fire. And you've always been action takers. And I think that's the, the thing that hopefully anybody gets from listening to this is it's one thing to buy a challenge or join a mastermind group or attend an event. It's another thing to actually like take it and run with it really fast and start implementing it. And that's what I've always been impressed with you guys and some of the other kind of like trailblazers inside the group for sure. Yeah, what I love about it is somebody's already helped you do it, right? So I'm watching the, whether it was sitting in the basement, watching the three days of flip hacking live and taking furious notes and like, what am I going to implement on Monday or the hundred or the 500K challenge where it was like, hey, here's some tips and tricks. And, you know, I think it's really important to know that you don't know everything. It doesn't matter how much you've read, how much you've listened to. If you can listen to an hour or two or three of somebody that has been there before, tell you what they're doing and you can pick up one or two things, it can, it can really change the outcome of what you're doing. You know, so we're, we're always yearning for that. I mean, growth is one of our core values in our business, but we yearn for that because I know that just a quick conversation, I mean, even the couple minutes that we were chatting before, it's like, Oh, well, what are you doing? How are you doing that? And those things make life easier. You get, you cut the line, you get there faster. You start to see things that you didn't, see before because you don't look at it through that lens. And um, and when you see other people that are doing it, why try to reinvent the wheel? I mean, it's to me, that's like a no-brainer. Other people are going, oh, wow, well, that's what you guys did. You put your head down and did it. It's like, 
yeah, for me, it feels like cheating because we just had to replicate what somebody else got to do. You know, they went through the trials and tribulations of it. And um, yeah, it has exponentially helped us grow. Yeah, and you guys uh, have been, had been doing it for a long time before on your own. And so having that kind of cheat code right there, I'm sure it helped you and I watched it. So just kind of explode. And, and anybody that's listening, if you want the Flippacking Live recordings from this past year, you can go to flippackinglive.com and check it out. We've, uh, this is the first time we've really offered them for sale. So if you missed it or you weren't uh, able to make it, then you can go there. We're donating some money to Operation Underground Railroad for anybody that buys it. Uh, we're taking 200 bucks and, and sending it over to our friends at OUR. So uh, awesome. be, you can be a part of that story too, and jump in and spend three days in the basement, just like Steven and Travis did and blow up your business. So yeah, come um, out the other side, making a million bucks. I mean, that's it. <laughs> that's a pretty good investment right there. I'll tell you what. So, um, so you guys, you jumped in the 500 K challenge. Um, how much money you've, you've been raising money for a long time. So what have you raised kind of before that you mentioned, like there's some tips and tricks in there, but what were you doing before that? Um, so just to give everybody an idea, like this wasn't the first time that you went out and raised money. Yeah, realistically, I think before that, um, we raised about $4 million ourselves. And, you know, I'd say half of that was really through the residential business that we were raising private capital for our fix and flips. And, you know, the it started with my first college roommate. Um, we met at a wedding and we were just starting to get some traction with flips. And he was like, yeah, I'll fund one of your flips. And he was actually just a gap funder. He didn't fund the whole thing, but he gap funded us. And then we got hard money and he was our first investor. And, um, he still invests with us, by the way, 10 years later, he's still putting money into our commercial deals. Um, so, but we started with the fix and flips because we just figured if we could do a couple more flips and give away some profits and, you know, figure out how to structure that, so we probably did about $2 million in private money there. And then the first deal that we ended up doing for the commercial, the first and second deal that we did in the commercial, we've raised another 2 million bucks. And that was just, it was really just bootstrapped, like hammering the phones, a lot of emails, a lot of calls, um, pretty stressful, honestly, to, to raise money that way because we had a deadline, we had a closing date. Um, we would bring in some other guys, you know, that could help us raise capital because they had, you know, we just started leveraging other people. But realistically, before the 500K challenge, we we put to work about 4 million bucks, but total into the deals, it was probably closer to almost 8 million bucks that got raised into the deals. But we had to pull on other people to help us do that because we just didn't have the capacity yet. Yeah, it's, I'd love to go down that rabbit hole too, because, you know, when you think back, it's like, how valuable would it be to have that skill dialed in, have the Rolodex of people and not have to bring in those other folks? Because I'm sure you gave equity away to those people to raise uh, capital. It only, right? Yeah, it only cost us a couple million bucks. Yeah, <laughs> a couple million bucks for that skill. So um, so obviously you were you were experienced, you, you had raised money before. It wasn't like this is the first time that you've ever raised money. So you had all of that knowledge experience. You've been doing it for a long time. You've been flipping houses for a long time and raising capital. So um, what... What about it like made you pull the trigger to to pay a hundred bucks and jump into the challenge? Like, what was it that you were like, I'm going to get this thing? And and it seemed like you you knew a lot at this point. Yeah, I think it would have been easy to say, well, I already am raising money, so I already know how to raise money, right? But again, going back to growth being a core value, I for a hundred bucks, there's got to be something in there that I can learn from, right? And um, the fact that I have the relationship with you, I know the content that you put out. I know historically, you know, what I've gotten to glean off of the material that I get from you. Um, 
it was it was too cheap not to honestly i, I think i've told you multiple times like you got to raise the price on that because i mean you're literally helping people raise half a million bucks but that half a million bucks is just kind of a it's the target it's the name of the challenge but that goes into two, three, 10, 20 flips. What is the, the equity multiple on that, right? So we're always looking at not only return on investment, but return on time invested. And this was very succinct, 10 to 15 minutes a day. I knew it wasn't gonna burn me out. I knew that it was just something that I could just plug into my day and implement. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't raising $100 million, right? Might've been able to raise a couple million dollars, but there's always room to grow and improve in that. So $100 price tag, I mean, it's cost of a decent dinner. So I was like, let's let's pull the trigger and see what's in here. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we did. Yeah, it's uh, and you're probably not going out to dinner right now in New Jersey, so. No, um, <laughs> exactly, we had, we had a little extra cash. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it's interesting because I, I was trying, as I was like coming up with this thing, I was trying to figure out like, how much can people raise doing this? Like what is in 30 days, like what, what's a reasonable amount of money that somebody can raise. And what I tell people that are just getting started is this challenge is not like the goal is not for you to go out and raise $500,000 in 30 days. So some people are like, I don't even have a deal yet. Should I, should I get this? Should I start doing it? Um, and my recommendation is like, everyone should go get this. Like, I, I, honestly, I think every single person on our email list, any, every single person listening to the podcast should have this piece of material. Because if I had this when I got started, just a couple of the concepts, the tricks, like one of the days I actually spend uh, like on a call, like a secret call with another potential lender for me that I talk to and ask certain questions. And, and so I take all the, all the things that I learned from lots of other people, like none of this stuff is original to me. It's just what, what do I do? And, and putting it together, like how would I go out and raise a half million dollars or more in 30 days? So if you're brand new, it might just be getting the skills and the knowledge and information in those 30 days and building the relationships and planting the seeds. If you've raised a couple million dollars already, you could go out and raise another 5 million or $10 million in 30 days, I think, you know, using some of the skills and, and strategies that, that I talk about in there. So uh, for you, what was the success like? So like when you, as you were going inside those 30 days, like what did it look like for you? It's still happening. I mean, I took the challenge, man, I don't know, three months ago, I think, but I'm still getting people that are reaching out to me because of the content that we were producing then. You know, and we were smart about it. We spiderweb that content, right? We grabbed some of those Facebook lives and we put them somewhere else. We made blog posts out of it. And you, and everybody should do this, right? They should take the content that they're creating and repurpose it in multiple different ways to touch people in multiple different ways so that it can continue on. So you don't have to recreate and rebrand every 30 days. Um but I mean, in that 30 day period of time, we raised like four and a half million dollars and it was just consistency with the messaging. I mean, if you know me and my personality type, I'm not exactly the guy to follow like the same routine every single day. It's difficult for me to do that, but this kept me on track. It was bite-sized pieces. So it wasn't like this overwhelming mountain to climb every day of like, oh, I have to create, you know, two hours worth of content that I have to push out and schedule through social media and all this stuff. It was like, Hey, go live, start telling the story. Right. And then people started to reach out going, Hey, I didn't even know you did. people I've known for 15 years. Oh, I didn't know you did that. It's like, you don't know how little you talk about yourself until you are forced to talk about yourself. And what I liked about it was, you know, yes, we, we had deals closing. So going back to what you said before, I don't have a deal. Should I start raising money yet? If you have a deal and you haven't raised money yet, it's too late. Right. 
I wish I knew this 10 years ago. I wish I knew this five years ago. I wish I knew this two years ago. I mean, we'll keep getting a deal under contract and then we have to chase the money to the finish line. And that's not a great way to present an opportunity, right? Because you're desperate. The, the investor who wants to learn more about it can feel that desperation. So you're trying to explain, but there, there's this overwhelming sense of, well, we have to get this deal done. Um, when you don't have a deal, I think is the best time to talk to people. When I have conversations with people and I and they want to give me money and I can't take it, it's um, it's great. I get to put them in the database. I get to keep in communication with them. I get to give them updates about the deals. I let them know when we have LOIs going out. So, hey, potentially we have a deal coming up, but they're engaged, right? They like the fact that I can't take their money and they, they like the fact that I can't always deploy money. I'm not buying garbage deals. I'm waiting for your deal, Mr. Investor, right? We're going to get the right deal for your investment parameters. And I get to talk to them based on not what I need, but what they need, right? And you taught us this a, a lot over the years about how to talk to these people, how, you know, that, that um, recording that you just referenced was so good because you aren't pitching, right? You're asking a lot of questions. And I think that that's the caveat. People think that you have to go sell something to raise money versus, you know, offering the opportunity, but offering the opportunity is one thing. Finding out what people really want from investing is, is the key. Like why, right? I just talked about this on my podcast, the seven layers of why it's like, well, I want to, I want to invest in real estate. Okay. Why? Well, I want to spend more time with my family. Why? I want to do this. Why? Right. And as you start to ask these questions to these investors, then you can find out if your values align. Should you even accept that investor? Should that investor invest with you? But the tenor of the conversation changes so much because you are explaining on these lives what you do or some of the challenges that you're facing. And then when you get to talk to those folks, you get to ask the right questions that line up so you can tell them why that's a fit or why that's not a fit. And if you're honest with people and having those conversations where you're not desperate for their money, it goes so much further. It builds the relationship versus talking about the deal. I think we get as investors so hyper deal focused, like, oh, here's the returns and here's the deal. And look, I have people that could make more money investing elsewhere than they do with us, but they like us, they know us, they trust us. And that's why they continue to invest with us. Yeah, the it's interesting. Four and a half million dollars in 30 days is amazing, first of all. And second of all, you're just building a relationship. Like that's the biggest thing is you're putting out information, you're letting people know what you do. A lot of people aren't doing that. There's it, it's it seems very simple in the beginning. And then if if people what, what I've noticed is a lot of people will do uh, do the videos, talk about what they're doing and just go. And what they're not doing is they're not watching what I created in the video on the back end of actually like like you said, like building the database, like going out and and like, I, I don't want to give away the entire, everything that we talked about in the challenge, but there's, there's like certain areas of people that, you know, that you can create lists to reach out to and talk to, and then, and then get referrals and, and really be intentional about this. And that's like, I say it all the time. Like we work so hard for these deals, like work to the bone for the deals. And then we like, it's just lay down for our investors. We just, we're willing to pay 15%, 18%, three points and 15% interest. Like we're willing to do whatever it takes to get it funded when yep. it, it, if we just put as, as much work into finding those people that would want to invest with us that know, like, and trust us or are like are almost there that we just need to bring in a little bit and spend the time like building those relationships and following up with them and sending them cards and them things instead of just okay. the sellers all the time, right? Then we would be at a point where like th that's what we need. There's a lot of people out there that 
that have money that have nowhere to put it. And, and they're look, going around going, I wish I had a place to put all this money that could make me a great return. And then we're in another room going, I wish there were some, some lenders that were interested in investing in all these awesome juicy deals that I have. And it's just like, can we just like figure out how to put those people in the same room? And hopefully that, you know, this challenge can allow you to get the tools, the tricks, uh, the strategies, all those things to be able to do that via social media, email, like the way that we're connected with people now. And that's the whole thing that I, I said, well, I can create these 30 days, but what if, what if we also put something in where we can allow these people to connect? And that was the big thing I think that, that we created here. So, uh, yeah. And this has turned into a full-time job for me now, right? I mean, this is all I do. So, you know, the, the databases and the intentionality and all that, that, that's my day to day. And, you know, I wish we did more of it when we were in the residential space, because, you know, I know what we can raise money at now. And I know what I was paying for money back then. And I can do the quick calculation as to what it cost me over time, not spending a little bit of time letting people know what I was doing, how we could partner, what it looks like, some of the frequently asked questions that we get from our investors, right? Like there's just, there's a couple of things that you can do to open the door to where once it's open, I mean, it was shocking to me when I started raising money, how much money there is out there. It is appalling. If you think that there's not enough money out there to, to fund your deals, I mean, it is appalling how much money there is out there, right? I have a call after this with a guy, I mean, multiple, multiple nine figure guy. And how did, how did I get to that person? Literally through Facebook to LinkedIn to, oh, you got to be my friend. And I would have never had that opportunity if I wasn't talking about what it is we were doing. Yeah. And I know you need to get to that call. So go raise some money. And uh, what would you say, like, who should, uh, who should jump into this challenge? Like um, what kind of investor, what kind of person who should do it? I mean, realistically, regardless of where you're at in your journey for a hundred bucks, I mean, you're, you'd be wasteful to not do it. I mean, if you are just getting started and you know, you're looking for a deal, Get out there and tell people that, hey, I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing it. I love real estate. Start telling the story. And then maybe you get a couple of people to say, hey, you know what? I'd be interested when when we get that first deal. If you've raised, I mean, we've raised $27 million now in the last 24 months collectively in, in our business. And I'm still going back to it and saying, all right, what else can I implement into the daily routine to just tweak it, make it better, make it more efficient, make it more effective. The better you are at raising money, the less time you have to spend on it, the more time you get to spend with your family, right? It's all part of the, the investor journey as to why we get into this business. This is a big piece of it to get really good at. So, you know, realistically, anybody should do this. Awesome. Um, if you've already got it, go back and watch it again, go back through it. If you didn't watch all the videos, go back and watch them. Um, if you stopped your challenge, restart it again. Don't, don't worry about that. Just start on whatever day you stop, start on day one. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. go back and do it over and over and over again. You will raise more money. We're also revamping the challenge. We're making some changes. We're going to push those videos directly to your membership site. So as we change them, as we update them over time, um, you'll get that. And then if you're new to it and have never heard of it, just go to 500k challenge, number 500kchallenge.com. We'll put the link in the show notes uh, everywhere, uh, Facebook, anywhere that you see this, uh, YouTube, stuff like that. And you should go there and jump in, hundred bucks. And you're getting 30 days of videos from me. I spent months and months working on this stuff. Um, I, had a, I had six people run through it as a beta tester. Then I redid a bunch of videos. And basically I was like two days ahead on videos as people were getting it. And um, we haven't like closed it down or adjusted the pricing or anything like that. 
Um, we're definitely not making money on this. So uh, I really, I'm putting this together to try to figure out how to get this out to more people because I think this is what the real estate investing world needs right now. Like money is going to be, it's going to be what we need here in the next year. As deals become more prevalent, we're going to need it. So, uh, all right, go to 500kchallenge.com. Steven, thanks for hanging out with me. Um, it's always good to see you, buddy. And uh, keep raising money. Let's see if we can get to 50 million. So let's do it. Uh, all right, uh, 500kchallenge.com. I'll see you guys in there. Um, let me know how it is and uh, tag me in the videos because I, I watch them all. So I want to watch them. I want to see how you're doing. I want to like it. I want to comment on it. So, um, and then use the hashtag 500K challenge on the, uh, on social media so I can find them. Uh, all right, Steven, I'll see you later, man. And I'll see everybody else on the next podcast. Bye. What if you could raise $500,000 of private capital in the next 30 days to fund your real estate deals? How would that change your business? How would that change your life? I've put together a 30-day challenge that will walk you through how to get access to all the private funding you'll ever need at incredibly low interest rates on your terms when you need it. It's called the 500K Challenge. This is the same system I've used to raise over $15 million the past few years. And you're not just going to learn how to raise it. You're going to actually start finding this money yourself within the next 30 days as you go through the challenge. This is the single most important skill any real estate investor needs to have, whether you're flipping houses, buying multifamily properties, wholesaling, or anything else. Jump in and start raising private money now at 500kchallenge.com. I'll see you guys on the inside.